Hey, it's Oscar here. Thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're making time to do this. These are the bonus recordings, the recordings that I've made that I just sitting and waiting. I've been listening to them. They are blessing my life. And I just want to share them with you because I believe that they can bring you inside information, inspiration for you to do what God wants you to do with your life. This is what we are here for. In this session, you will hear two main things. I speak about two main keys uh, that will contribute to the way you accomplish things in your life. I speak about commitment and I speak about consistency. These are things that I know personally that if I lock them, I cannot make it. And I hope you will listen and make work of it. God bless you. So in this year, what am I going to probably on this season of my podcast, which doesn't have any episodes, seems like... <laughs> Um, whenever I feel like recording the podcast, just to branch off a little bit, I just sit down and record a podcast. Um, yeah, it is like that. <laughs> but I'm trying to, I'm hoping to bring uh, consistency in it because I think that it is needed and it will push, um, I mean, uh, kind of it will help me grow also in the things that I believe I ought to share with people and and also uh, bring you more inspiration and energy that you might need. Um, one of my yeah, pastors I look to or listen to said that what we need from you is more consistency. Yes, indeed. I think I think that is fairly right that I need to show a lot of more uh, consistency in some things. And and it's something that I'm personally learning also because consistency is 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 like so important. You know, and to branch off from understanding um, or being ready to face the challenges of life in 2020, one of the core things that you, we, you, you and I will have to develop is that consistency, to be consistent with what we want to do. Because if there is no consistency, if we're not constant, if we are today here and tomorrow there, not really like with it all the time, what happens is that the enemy distorts our focus. Our focus is disturbed. And once our focus is disturbed, we turn to lose track of what we are doing. And the moment we lose track of what we are doing, we turn to want to give up. And that's why I talk about evaluation in, in the last 2019 podcast that it is important to evaluate it is important to have an understanding of where am I and where have I gotten to in my life and what do I have to do next but without consistency everything has take a different meaning because like I recorded effective life podcast preparing to succeed 2019 at the end of uh, 2018 actually and then I waited at the end of 2019 to record this podcast. Yeah, because actually my my spirit and my goal and my, I think that what drives me is to really be with you right from the beginning and to see that we start fairly, we start prepared, we start to win, you know, because we, we know how the story ends, how the story ends is that God is on our side and therefore all things we eventually work for are good, but when we are not prepared to do our part, then how does all those expectations and the anticipations that we have towards the year, how did they come to pass? Because it's a partnership affair. 
and that is why uh, at Nexus Fellowships, I, I always I, I believe in the vision of partnering with God, becoming partners with what God wants to do in our life. There is a spiritual insight, there is a revelation, there are, there are, there are drops of thoughts and ideas in our spirit, when, but when we are not able to capture those thoughts, ideas, revelations, and do something with it, and when we start, be consistent, be punctual with it, be ever found doing it, the same thing, be ever walking on the same path, but progressively growing and slowly and gradually um, becoming something with it, then we are creating series of ideas or chasing different things without really properly dividing our time um, to, to really accomplish something. And that's why I think when I heard the word consistency about me. I, I know I have some qualities. I know I have some muscles that I'm training, especially um, when you follow one of my, um, the last leadership um, conference, uh, workshop I gave. I, I was talking about building your leadership muscles. And I, I was, I mean, I had some great inputs from one of the visiting guest speakers that I had during the uh, Hangover Success Conference. And she was like, the, the only way you, you grow is by doing it and doing it most times. And not just once in a while, but consistently. Go at it. Open your spirit up. Do it again. Find more ways to do it better, even better and best and, and grow with it. And, and when you commit to it, then you can make something happen because consistency requires one of the greatest muscles of resourcefulness that I, I, I just came across actually understanding it better since I got married and I had a daughter uh, Willow, it, it, it's something that I'm still learning and I'm praying to God to give me more of it because this word called commitment is like one of the greatest keys in success. Nobody can succeed, and, and I think, in anything in life without commitment. And those who succeed, I mean, at the greatest things in life, had it in them they had that muscle they had developed it they learned how to commit because it all starts with commitment i have worked with so many young people i have been part of so many things that didn't go nowhere i have been part of church groups non-church groups uh, youth groups adult groups i have been sitting on other elders uh, groups in churches youth pastor and, and all those things and i have seen senior pastors have seen businesses collapsing all because there was not the, 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 the we didn't have that commitment spirit we thought we wanted to do it don't don't confuse commitment with the the feeling of i want to do something you know like we, we are all like um we all have that thing in us where for instance, um, I think today, today or something, I was thinking about when I was when I was, I mean, a little bit more younger. I um, 
I used to do a lot of music, spend a lot of music time, uh, me, me, my time in the studio making music with with friends and people that were really nice. And now I was thinking about why is that I was not able, or why is that most of the people that I work with, I have not seen them progressively turn their talents into career or uh, made something great out of it. And one of the things that popped into my mind was the question of, was it, was it something that we were doing because we had time and not something that we were really committed to? Or was it something that we were committed, committed to, but we didn't have time? Because that is where the thin line is, commitment and time. I have had most conferences where we have invited people and they have agreed to show up, and during the conference, you didn't see them there. And most of the time, when you ask yourself, why weren't they there, you realize that, or the answer you get is, oh, I didn't have time, or I couldn't make time. It's one of my personal best excuses that I use, actually, and my wife, Evelyn, if, if always corrects me with, it's not that you do not have time, it's you do not make time. You don't understand? So it is tricky to think that you're really into something because you have the time and you didn't have anything to do with the time, so you dedicated that time to do that thing you're doing. But when it, when something else came along, talk of consistency, that demanded your time, that was also requesting for time. Now the question of commitment comes in. How much are you committed to that particular thing? You know, that you're going to now have to plan so well that you can rededicate some of the time to the thing that you're committed to because you're committed to it. Because it's the same thing. Commitment actually comes a lot in relationship. When you get married, marriage is a commitment thing. If you cannot commit to the person, then forget it. Don't put the ring on the finger because all those things are just symbolic. All those things are just to uh, uh, display and to, to confirm to people. The real marriage is you uh, making the decision that first of all, I'm ready to commit. Commit to this person. And when you commit, which means that I am fully going to you know, try to be there for them and, and support them and, and, and fight with them, argue with them, love them, cherish them, protect them, um, disagree with them, argue with them. All of it comes in that spirit of commitment. And if you're not ready to commit, to see that at the end of the day, both of you are progressing, both of you are healthy, both of you are happy, then there is no point in, in, in first of all, in, in the sense of commitment to marriage, making that step. But I'm not doing a marriage seminar here, so it's not part of the, the, the things I would like to talk about. So uh, I still need some time for, for, to, to talk about marriage because I think I have a lot to learn myself. Um, 
But in the spirit of commitment, I just want to encourage every young person out there. Because if I had known this, or if I had taken my time to study the word commitment, or if somebody had taken the time to introduce it to me on a, on a level where I understand that even my relationship with, with, with God, with people, there is always a question of how much commit commitment have I shown towards that relationship um, that I am requesting for a residue from it or a result from it. Because how can something that you have not committed to produce the results that you want to see commit, um, um, that you wanted to see it commit to you? You understand? So if, if, if I cannot fully say that um, I'm going to farm, and commit to the farming, go there, clear the ground, pre- prepare the ground, put my seed in the ground, see that the, the seed is, is watered, um, it's protected from extra weed, uh, things growing around it that are not wanted, that is it's, it's provided for, it's cured, it's nurtured, and then till the point where it can be, I mean, grow out of the ground, protected from animals and whatever it is and, and and all those things and until it gets to the point where it produces the seed that I'm looking for, the fruit that I'm looking for, then I cannot I cannot also just sit in my house, go on the garden, throw some seed on the ground and expect that to throw to throw back to me some fruit. This does not happen. Farmers would tell you that, and I love farmers, I don't know, instinctively or deep down in my heart, I think I've always admired people who grow things because I think I'm a grower, I'm a seed sower. So I love people who grow things and and plantations and things like that. I find them lovely. You know, when I was back, whenever I go back home and I see the green lands and things growing, I'm excited about it. But to, to understand the level of commitment you need to have to see things happen for you and also to help you face your battles in 2020, you cannot miss the spirit of commitment. You need to be able to commit to whatever it is that God has placed in your hands. And there's no two ways about it because it is what is going to get you to where you want to get to in life. And so... In, in kind of summing the commitment level that you need uh, in 2019, I would just say, like, check yourself. Are you dedicated to that thing? <laughs> Have you really made a decision to do that thing? Because... Um, not to be anything or compare anyone to anyone. I have seen that level of commitment in the people who are raised, especially Europeans, have that level of commitment that when they say they're going to do something, whether it is raining, whether it's sunshine, whether it is snowing, it doesn't matter because they are committed to do that thing. They get themselves going. If it means wearing twice the, uh, the, the the jackets or whatever it is, they get themselves there. So I have seen that they are also able to produce the kind of results that they want. Why? Because when they say, they are, when, when they commit to something, when they tell you, like, I will be there, they are not saying they are not 
maybe depending on the weather or no, 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 they are going to do it. And it's that level of commitment that we all need when we say that we are going to, because commitment reveals a person's integrity. And I have failed in so many areas that sometimes it hurts me so much because I did not understand commitment. Was I committed or was I doing it because it was convenient or because I had some extra time or because I did not understand it? Because without, without integrity, without that integrity of if I said it, I am going to make sure it happens, or without the dedication to it, why do it in the first place? And that brings me to that point where I want to go off. Because you are going to commit fully to things in 2020, what you're going to do is you will have to examine what you commit to, who you commit to. You understand? Because now you're not just going to go around giving people false promises or telling people uh, that you would do something without any support of the willpower. Our will is the most, <laughs> how do you say it, the, the greatest vow that anybody can take in their life. But most of us take it lightly when we say, I will. You're saying you will. You're saying the whole of you agrees to something. Yet still, you are nowhere to be found. Then you are not the person you say you are. So it is the greatest lesson that I have learned so far. And I'm trying to give it a place, trying to really break it down in me, trying to understand that spirit of commitment that the only time I can break or bring great things to pass in my life is when I am committed to it. Not when... I have some time to spare or when friends are doing it or when other people are going, no, no. When I am committed to it, when I say it, this is what I want to do with my life and whether rain or sunshine, I am going to do it. Whether my feelings agree with it, uh, whether I feel good or I feel terrible or whatever it is, I am committed to it. Successful people have that spirit. I have never seen anybody so successful in life who does not follow up on what they say, who do not commit to whatever may, whatever they become successful in it. When you learn about LeBron James, if you if you want to argue back and forth maybe with me about this this idea of commitment, check LeBron James, check people like the greatest Michael Jackson uh, of of of, uh, how do you say, blessed memory. Um, check around you, the people who you see succeed in businessmen. Um, check people like Bill Gates. I've read recently that Bill Gates used to pull all-nighters when he was when he started his the Microsoft software company because he thought even sleeping it was laziness. And, and that was all he did. He quit school. He bought all the books he needed. He spent and invested in that thing. Why? Because he was committed to it. And oh, great, great God. That this, this is so important, guys. If you're a young person, if you know any young person, if you're raising kids, teach them the sense of commitment. Let them understand commitment. Because if they learn commitment right from the beginning, 
I assure you, they will make it in life. They will learn to respect things that they say yes to. They will, they will learn to respect their money because they are committed into creating a better life for themselves. So they will learn how to and when not to do or spend their money. It's, it, it's, it encompasses everything. Commitment is so deep and so profound because the word dedication and, and the word devotion are found in those things. I know most of us, uh, or most of the time when you hear the word commitment is, is in the field of marriage and things like that, but I have been studying it and I, and I realized that it goes beyond the, the planes of two people coming together in union. That is fair enough and that is where it is required to, to really, um, yeah, tell each other that I'm committed to you, but it's the same spirit of being married to our life, being married to God, for instance. When 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 I used to be in churches where we we tell we we, we had people who would not turn up for choir even though they of choir practice or clean the, the house or whatever it is that they said they were going to do and they would not show up. I was part of it. I mean, I'm not looking to point figures on anybody. And I wonder, and now I see why we were also not successful in creating uh, a place where people can come and find peace and, and safety and, 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 how do you say it, liberation. Because God wouldn't exist in a place um, where there is no commitment. Imagine if, if when God said through his prophets... <laughs> Isaiah, 700 years before Jesus was coming or whatever, how many years in between the prophecy and the, 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 the fulfilling of the prophecy that Jesus, God says all these things through, through his prophet. I will bring you guys a savior. And I use a lot of Bible examples because that is what I know most and I know other things. But if, if, if you really by us, uh, if you think this is by us, this is not by us. This is just to illustrate my point. And in fact, I speak to people of belief. So um, I believe that the Bible has great knowledge for everybody, including even people who don't believe in it. And so imagining when God promises a Savior, Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus Christ, which we are celebrating every end of the year. And he did not commit to it, so he just said something and when the time was had come for him to bring the prophecy to fulfillment, nothing happened. Where will, where will we be today if he had not committed to his words? And it's the same thing with, with his commitment to saving us, to bringing us back to him, to, to his commitment to the world, the earth that he created, that he wants his will and, and, and kingdom to remain here. And therefore, because it is his children that live on the earth. These are all things that God has committed until today. The work of God still keep growing. One of the longest surviving things of this earth is the work of God. No matter how you look at it or whatever people tell you, the longest running activity on earth or among mankind is God's kingdom, and it's not going anywhere, no matter how empty you see churches in Europe or wherever it is that people are telling you, 
the things of God still remain. Why? Because there is a commitment to it that cannot just be broken like that. And it's this, this level of commitment that if you develop towards your business, towards your family, towards the things you do, you will have to then, like I said earlier, see what do you commit to and who do you commit to. Can, you cannot commit to everything because you will not have enough time or you will not have enough power um, and, and consistency if you do that. So the question becomes, what and what do I commit to? You understand? Because if you can define for yourself the things you commit to, parents who cannot commit to their children, you know, even everything is about everything else besides home. Never sitting down, uh, spending time, I'm not saying spend every single time. I know people who like to spend every single time. That's all fine if you have the time. But I'm saying that to include the commitment to define you for yourself. I'm committed to my family, committed to my children, committed to my spouse, committed to this business that I'm doing here and, and committed to God. And therefore, I will find time to you know, build my relationship with God, express um, how I feel about him, to him. I, I will dedicate time for all those things. Why? Because I am committed to it. And that commitment will pull you through in difficult times. It will help you set your goals. It will keep you happy. Why? Because you are committed not to everything, but to some things. So, to run things up a little bit, I just want you to understand this. Commitment in 2019 will produce the greatest level of fruitfulness that you would like to see. Not only, only that, because I will be talking about other things, but on, my, on the top of my list, Beside consistency is commitment. Because when you add consistency, and when you have consistency and you add commitment to it, which helps you define to what and what you would like to commit to at the beginning of the year, you will find great focus. And when you find focus, you will find time to work on those things. And I'm sharing these things with you because this, these are personal things I have learned in my life as I go. And I've once written that what I want for me, I want for all. I don't know who I think I am, but anyways. <laughs> and, and then also like my personal drive, one of the things that drives me in life is to be successful as making other people successful. In fact, I am that guy who wants to grow and see a lot of successful people around me grow old with successful friends, successful family, people who are open-minded, open to ideas, open to people, who God is able to impact the earth with them and influence the systems of the earth. These are the people that I want to see. And so for me, this is like my area of gifting. This is my area of uh, of 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 being, I'm born to communicate, I'm, I'm born to share, and therefore I will keep on doing these things. But So don't think that I'm just 
sitting here saying things that I, I don't see the essence in it. These are things that I am dying to practice. Why? Because it will make me a better person. It will make me bear the fruit that God wants me to bear. It will give me the discipline that I need to make things happen that will bring glory to the one who created me and the people around me. So take it from me. Learn if you do not have a high level of commitment towards the things around you, including your spouse, this is the moment, this is the year where you say, I am going to show commitment. Change how you relate to things. Your friends have a few ones, but commit to them. You can have one, two, three, four business ideas. Commit to it. If you're part of a church group, if you're whatever doing whatever you're doing in a church, make sure that it's on a level of commitment and not a level of a maybe, a maybe. Because people who don't have any sense of commitment are always trusted on the level of. Maybe they will show up, maybe not. Those are the people who are mostly also either failing or not achieving the full capacities of their potential. Why? Because they are a maybe people. This maybe thing, I actually heard it from one of the business people that uh, business partners we are working with now that uh, on the first encounter when we met at a, conference a business conference and it was a business about people doing business back and forth between Europe and Africa and um, I went there and I was then the, <laughs> of course if you if you went there you will be there <laughs> anyways um, I met this guy who was responsible for one of the big businesses in 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 Belgium and we were talking and and at the end of the conversation he said to me he says to me Make sure you email me. And then he repeats, do email me and not maybe email me because I know and I've had experiences with people coming from your country that you always say things but never really get it done or do it. So please do email me. And because I'm looking for people that I can really do something with and not people who maybe will do something with. And and that kind of caught my attention right away that in order to be see a greater sense of fulfillment and success there are things that are required tools in life tools in life that are required that if you do not look for such tools that make someone what God the one who decided how people succeed the natural laws that foresee how things are built and done. If you do not learn those things, what happens is that you cannot also get yourself to that level. You will never see the kind of success or the capacity that you want to reach. Why? Because you do not possess the elements, the tools that you need. And some of these tools are commitment. One is commitment. Because if if I had if you had and I'm and I'm hoping if your friend preacher or pastor or if you have opportunity to teach people make it part of it because 
taking out these foundations that makes people who they are. And it, it, if you do not teach people these things, you're robbing them. It's as simple as that. You're robbing them because every young person needs to understand that when, when before they agree to anything, the first question they should be asking themselves is, can I commit to it? Point out. It's the, it's, the, it's the start of everything. And that's why I want to extensively speak on this word commitment because I have been kind of, I don't know if marinated is an English word, but I have been delving in it. I have been kind of, I think half the rest of 2019, I have been kind of on and off thinking about this word because I have been studying why I have seen people why people have not excelled like I taught, including me, myself, we will uh, at the time that we find ourselves in our life. And one of the answers was lack of commitment. We were doing things out of habit, out of free time, but not committed to it. We were spending without having any sense of commitment. We were dating without having any sense of commitment. We were, you know, engaging things without really understanding the sense of commitment to it. And so we couldn't stay with it to see the fruits that it was going to bear because it is those who stick with it long enough that see the results that it produces. So, ask yourself, are you committed to anything in life? No, no, I'm not asking if you have time because nobody has time. Nobody has time these days, especially. I don't know about other parts of the world, but in Europe, nobody has time for anything. But are you committed to anything? Because if you're committed, then you will make time. You will find time for it. You will set your priorities that your commitment will show forth. And that will give you the strongest of integrity. So what I have learned so far is now I do not say yes to things for saying thing, for, for saying sake. And if I said yes somewhere and I cannot make it, I have to let him know why I cannot make it. Because I am no more the person that used to just do things without having the sense of commitment. Because how can someone take me serious and want to work with me if they do not trust that I can be a committed person? How can God use me for anything if he doesn't know that I will commit with it? Some of the greatest story of commitments you find them in the Bible those who committed to the level where they were killed for their commitment. And it's the same thing with, with, with people who play football, who play um, basketball, who do businesses, go at greater length, even commitment to bosses and leaders that has cost the world uh, a lot of pain and sometimes a lot of advancement also. Commitment is a powerful tool. And I encourage you to include it in your toolbox in 2020. And I assure you, 
it will bring so much blessings, so much open doors, and you will see the goodness of the Lord in 2020. If you do not know how to tackle the things that you do with your life, take time off it all. Take some time off. Go back, write them down, line them up, and ask yourself, what can you commit to? So that you can know how to divide your time, divide your spirit, divide your energy among such things. Thank you. I will see you on the next topic that will help you face your challenges in 2020. I'm Oscar. Sign out.